And we're back. Good afternoon from Chicago and nearly, what is afternoon in LA, Sherman, right? Yeah. It, it is. It yes. is. It's 2.45 Central Time, Friday, January 14th in the new year, 2022. My name is Sherman. His name is Sherman. We are so excited to reconnect with you on our 26th podcast, 26th, Sweet Swingin' Billy Williams of the Cubs, number 26. Uh, this is a podcast, as you may recall, for those of our loyal listeners and our first-time listeners. Thank you both. Thank you all. This is a podcast about Shermans, for Shermans, and pretty much just about anyone else who even feigns interest. So... With that, Sherman, please take it away. Thank you, Dad. Happy New Year to you and to all our uh, fantastic Shermanites, both new and old. Today, I will be discussing Mitch Hedberg, my favorite comedian of all time, and I would say my greatest influence comedically. Um, And... That is not surprising, given how much I listened to him as a child, making me the uh, probably odd child and adult that I was and still am, as I was probably the only, you know, 12 or 13-year-old saying, you know, I'm against picketing, but I don't know how to show it, and other such Mitch Hedberg jokes. Um, I would like to thank... My oldest sister, Molly, I believe she is the one who introduced him to me, and he, I know he influenced Mike Probiglia, said that uh, when he was coming up that, you know, there's always a comedian, it seems, that other comedians sound like when they're starting because that particular comedian is so popular, and he said everyone sounded like Mitch Hedberg, including himself, um, which is remarkable given where Mike Perbigley is now, like what he's become in his style is markedly different. Um, but I love his storytelling. Yeah, exactly. It's storytelling versus <laughs> Mitch's style, which is just uh, kind of non sequiturs, similar to Stephen Wright, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Mitch Hedberg, uh, sadly, uh, OD'd in 2005, but probably went out better than any comedian has ever gone out in the sense that it he died uh let me see march 29th and it was officially reported and i remember molly told me this um it was officially reported on april 1st and so everyone thought it was a joke and what better way i think as a comedian to go out than everyone thinking your death is a joke uh but he is I mean, I don't know if you'd call him an absurdist, but definitely absurd uh, nature to his jokes. And he was just, I've always thought, I don't know if it's brilliantly stupid or stupidly brilliant. I don't know. It's in that realm, uh, one of those realms at least. And he he has greatly influenced uh, me comedically. And I mean, the first joke I ever wrote, I'll share with everyone 
was isolated thunderstorms must get lonely. And that is <laughs> from my, in my thoughts, very much a Mitch Hedberg joke. Uh, maybe not as good as his, as funny as his, but uh, kind of in that style. What, well, gosh, you, you were way ahead of the curve on that one because ice, isolated thunderstorms really have now become pandemic thunderstorms. True. Yes, exactly. They're everywhere and all the time. Um, and so he, you know, he acted a bit. I know, you know, I've seen some videos on him that he, you know, wanted to kind of be a, a rock star. But and he didn't say that, I guess, how you would think an ambitious or ego-driven person would because he didn't have any other real uh, kind of vocal tones other than his flat, monotone nature, really, other than when he was laughing at his own jokes. Um, or Chuck, the bass player, in his album. Um, and speaking of his albums, so he you know released two while he was alive, Strategic Grill Locations and Mitch Altogether, um, which are both phenomenal. And then Do You Believe in Gosh was released after his death. Hmm. Um, I don't know that as well because I just listened to his Alive records. Um, can't recommend them enough. He acted in some shows and movies. It's unfortunate that he passed because he was just, you know, really getting, I think, mainstream appeal, at least from a, you know, 14-year-old's perspective, which that's how old I was when he passed. Um, but How old was he? He think? was 37. 37. Yeah. And there's been kind of, I, I've been hopeful just because everyone in their, and certain mothers gets, you know, biopics or documentaries about them these days. And I've been hoping for one for him, a documentary. I don't need a biopic. But if there is one, any producers listening, please cast me. Um, but uh, I really want one. And I know his, I think she was his you know, longtime girlfriend at the time of his passing, um, you know, has obviously more footage than um anyone else of him you know background footage and whatnot just life stuff and has said that she'll do one um so hopefully that happens but none yet um and i think you know so it's just brief i guess if it could be brief for me um mitch hedberg fantastic stand-up comedian my favorite ever enormous influence highly recommend listening to him whenever um and I know that segues in terms of documentaries into one that you, I believe, finished watching uh, with mom. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And I, I, if I could, please uh, do. That's it. I wanted to just ask you then, Sherman, what do you think Mitch's observation might have been around you know, the the ketchup bottle. <laughs> in, in what uh, in what sense, I guess? Well, how how one lives one's life, in particular the, the ketchup bottle in the uh, refrigerator. It, how it lives, you know, upside down. Yeah, I he would probably honestly, you know, if it given enough life, uh, which he was not. Um, he probably would have mentioned that. So I feel pretty strong that that is a Mitch Hedberg-like 
um, observation. So uh, good on you for noticing that. And that's, I mean, honestly, probably also where I get it. Um, so, yeah, no, Mitch, uh, look at ketchup bottles, folks, and see how they live their lives yeah. upside down. Um, and think, and how, how, how incongruous is it that that red sauce is, is given the name ketchup. It's always, if you're living your life upside down, you're always trying to catch up. I imagine. True. Yes. Um, and it's never, I mean, must mustard has none of that going for it. Correct. Well, ketchup, yeah, I mean, ketchup, it's always, you always want it to catch up to your desires of needing it now. <laughs> you know, that's why people stick, you know, forks, knives, and all types of things in there just to get it out. It needs to catch up. Uh, it, otherwise, it, I'd probably be called on time. Um, so. <laughs> and yet, of course, in the Chicagoland area, it is with great disdain that how ketchup is viewed for um, hot dog lovers. True. And I've always found that odd and I don't abide by those rules. Um, <laughs> but that's a, another conversation for another day. Um, but uh, yes, I, you know, if you, you know, the floor is yours. You talk about Ali or anything yeah. else that you may well, like to discuss. Yeah. Well, I, we, we, we certainly hope all of our friends and listeners enjoyed the, uh, the, the, the Christmas and, and year-end holidays. Well, we took in, you know, Sherman, you were back here for a while. Uh, your youngest sister, Rose, was back here as well. And uh, we actually went to a movie theater. Now, that was a first for your mom and I in, in of course, two years. Uh, I, I know that you've been back. But uh, um, what was the, the movie? was, was uh, Licorice Pizza? Correct. Licorice Pizza. Uh, I I recommend it. You know, maybe maybe we could do movie recommendations instead of giving stars. We could maybe say it it's 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 a it's a half bottle of ketchup. You know, you could have a quarter bottle. You could have a full bottle. Catch up to us and watch this movie. Yeah, um, but uh, per- do you call it a period piece? I'd say at least generally, yeah, it's a period piece. You know, it's about a specific period in time in a specific place. So yes. Yeah, yeah, Southern California, kind of early seventies ish. Yeah, um, sounds accurate. A coming up, coming of age, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, I thought it was really well done. Uh, the characters. What we found out afterwards, maybe you knew it going in, that the kind of the main character is uh, the son of uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, and and really good soundtrack, really good sound. So, uh, uh, and being back, having real theater, buttery popcorn, with a extra kind of charged root beer. Whew, that's good stuff. Um, but closer to home, literally in home, we did, as you um, referenced, uh, we, we recently... Uh, are currently watching the Ali, uh, Muhammad Ali um, documentary. And uh, there's a lot of, of stuff 
around him in his life that I really didn't know or fully appreciate. Um, and, and actually as a, as a, uh, I mean, it, his charisma was, was otherworldly. His stature today and in history is, is beyond, you know, the, the, there very, very few, right. Who reach the status he attained, which is beyond your profession. Your, in this case, of course, the, the sporting world. He was, um, became uh, just iconic and, and uh, throughout the world. You know, the way, the way Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, but Ali uh, was, was really so, so um, impactful, um, you know, pluses and minuses. But um, in this uh, current time, this current few days, last few days of the Supreme Court ruling, um, the Supreme Court got involved in, in his uh, CO or conscientious objector status uh, regarding uh, the draft. And uh, just just that, how that storyline played out um, is, is, is worth the, uh, the time uh, viewing that. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just leave that out there. All right. So that's, I guess, I mean, even though you're technically, I was in the wrong, you're technically not done viewing it. It sounds like you'd give it a full bottle or two. I don't know how high we want to go. Bottle of ketchup in terms of a positive recommendation. Indeed. Yes. Full. And then. Uh, full, full bottle throttle. Yeah. That's that's an extra one. Uh, and is it by. That'd be the FBT. The FBT full bottle throttle. Yeah. So shout out there to the big guy. <laughs> uh, and is that by Ken Burns? Thank you. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. And here we are in the new year and I'm still thanking you. Yes. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Tim. Um, and all right. Well, so Ali by Ken Burns, how I know you and mom probably have cut it into a hundred parts. You have any idea how many parts it technically is like, is it, you know, like the Beatles, like a three part documentary or it's, uh, it's multiple parts. All right. So more than one it's part fi- documentary. It, it's not 15 rounds, but it's multiple yes. segments. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I mean, I have, you know, Admittedly, as I always do, not much um, other than to offer to the world Mitch Hedberg and how you should all have listened to him already, but you should, you can start now. Um, what uh, what else has been on your mind since we last spoke via podcast? Yes, it's something just in the last couple of days, Sherman, I received some emails about you know, the Eagles are back out on tour. Um, now, the Eagles absolutely one of my all-time favorite favorite groups. I, I was I saw them in 1975, <laughs> and again many many times over the decades. Um, but Glenn Fry passed away a few years ago, so I understand it's his a son or his son who's stepped up and. That's that's really great. That's neat. Other other groups um, have have done something similar like that. But um, I don't know. It's it's more a, a reflection on me, I guess. But I just I'm, I'm, I'm not 
jazzed up about going to see the Eagles anymore. Um, I, I still will always listen to their music and enjoy their storytelling and their songs. But yeah, it's, I guess I'm, I'm just the old, you know, curmudgeon that I've grown into. Well, I mean, I agree with you. I always remember a, a, a former boss of mine, he, I believe, saw The Temptations, you know, in some time in the, I think, early 2010s, I want to say, maybe uh, the latter years of the first decade of this century, but, you know, saw The Temptations somewhat, in a very loose term, recently. And he said, obviously, it was not the full original band, um, but there is, I believe, some, I guess, legal... You know, legalese of can you still call yourself, you know, the Temptations, the mm-hmm. Eagles, with certain, like, there's a certain threshold, I think, of like original members out uh, that you can no longer call yourself that. And yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to see the Temptations now or, uh, you know, in the 21st century. I wouldn't want to see the Eagles now. Uh, if, you know, because you're not seeing the bands as that, you know, you're not seeing the bands for why they are the bands you'd want to see in the first place. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not, I want to see the Eagles like recent stuff or new me- Like that's rare. I feel like, uh, no bands really have, unless they've been like shuffling in and out for decades, but like they have known lineups as opposed to subs. So yeah, I agree. It may not have made sense, but hopefully you all understand me. Yeah. Well, I, Maybe they could be. It could be like live theater when, at the start of the show, some somebody steps out from behind the curtain and says, "And tonight, uh, you know, uh, uh, the role of uh, uh, Julie Smith will be performed by or played by." Maybe, maybe they could just. Say, and tonight, the late Glenn Fry's role will be performed by his son. Right. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, an acknowledgement. Um, I guess more publicly or more transparently as opposed to simply just saying the Eagles when we all know it's not, in fact, the Eagles as we, you know, think of them. So, yeah. And and, and all, all credit, you know, it, it, it's a bit of a, it, you know, I'm sure he's got great, great skill and talent and it, it becomes a bit of a, a, a family business. But, you know, who's next? Great album title, by by the way, and cover. Um, but uh, you know, Jagger, we get, is is he his son or grandson or great grandsons going to be stepping in for him? Well, I mean, now I'm interested in thinking: Could you do this for solo acts? Is Stevie Wonder going to be replaced by a relative? Can I replace Jerry Seinfeld, who I'm not related to at all? But you know. <laughs> And I'll go. I'll finally do. I'll live my dream of doing a. Uh, it's a minor dream. Uh, a comedic uh, cover artist. I'll go by Sari Jeinfeld, and I. You know, no copyright issues. Everyone knows they're coming to see a comedic cover artist. I mean, yeah. At that point, are you a cover artist? I don't know. Um, I think I think they might have taught this this course at certain institutions of higher learning. I don't know. Existential 
musicalism or comedyism. Yeah, I mean the the problem with God, the problem with replacements. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. That, great band too. Great group. The replacements. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Full bottle of ketchup. And. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's uh, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, and I. I I just have one more thing. I, I another brother-in-law, uh, Andy. Um, he he's so great about sharing um, his favorite form of uh, humor uh, every so often, and he passes them on to me. And of course, it, it's the pun. Uh, by the way, Some for people, the record, a different Andy than the previously discussed Andy. Just so everyone knows. Right. Thank you. And um, uh, th- this Andy, yeah, he loves the pun. Some some would opine it's the lowest form of humor. Maybe that's why I'm so attracted to it. Uh, but I just I just saw one recently. It goes something like this. And this is PG, PG all the way. How much did the pirate pay to have his ears pierced? How much? A buccaneer. Folks. <laughs> did you hear that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. But a boom. What a way to end our first episode of the new year, episode twenty-six. I pray to God you all hear this first draft, and there's no tech issues. Uh, before we go, I'm gonna thank our sponsors, Loopwear and Dojos. Loopwear, Chicago-based clothing company. Dojos, St. Louis-based, soon to be global, uh, and take over uh, Einstein's, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, all that jazz for your bagel donut coffee needs. Um, Until episode 27, signing off. Be well, everyone. Take care. Thanks.